Yo, welcome to the Real Locker Room Talk. It's me, Astalio, today. For some reason, my regulars have disappeared, so I managed to pull up one of my own boys from back in the, back in the day and that. I, I mean, actually, you remember who I am, don't you? You know who I am. Of course I know you, Bob. I'm Dean's brother, innit? Dean's brother. Of course you're Dean's brother. <laughs> yeah, well, just... Some model up in it, you know. Yeah, sometimes you think, oh, actually, I'm talking to. So you get put a face to the voice in it. That's who it is. Man, I can't forget you, bro. Yeah, I know we're both kindred spirits, man. You're the Arsenal fan. I can't forget you, man. And you know, we always we're always having a little disagreement in it about like religion and stuff in it. Actually, I'm gonna talk to you about some stuff actually because <laughs> you know, what I mean, you're always getting into it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um. Yeah, thanks for being on anyway, man. Thanks for taking up my options, uh, my offer of coming on the, for the sh- on the show. Uh, the reason why I invited you is because I love what you post and you 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 divide opinions, man. I don't care when I see your post on Facebook or whatever, or when we're talking in our group chats about like the football and that, you divide the opinions. You've always got the opposite opinion. And I'm like, yeah, man, this guy's the right guy, man. So oh, it's okay. Actually, I'm, I was actually thinking about you, man, because your your knowledge in football is big, man. And I was thinking about getting you on just a a proper just a football podcast show talking about all things obviously our team Arsenal and obviously the Premier League as well man I don't know if you've been interested oh man I love football football is one of my um, one of my um, how can I put it one of my loves of this life um, you got to love football man it's it's very collective it's you know you know the teamwork it unites the, in it um, the, the passion the the connection, the fans, the, the the opinions, which is just amazing. Different ideas, different philosophies. You know, what I mean, it all comes down to the love of the game, and you can't beat football. You know, what I mean, it's just um, the number one sport in the world. Yeah, I want to ask you what do you think of uh, VAR, man? Because that's a very like I I, 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 I believe that it's. Um, it's it, it's working not in this country but it's working <laughs> um, you know for some reason english english people think that because we invented the game we can do it our way and not do it the other the way you, you, the other people are doing it yeah and um and the problem that we have is that you know it's been tried and tested in other countries but this is the first season in VAR in this country and we're doing it totally different and it's just stupid, really. Do you know what I mean? Just typically English. Yeah, I, well, I was, I was listening to, you know, like the boys on Arsenal Fan TV and DT, was it DT who came up with the idea? Well, you said that the argument that he doesn't really find himself celebrating goals anymore because you've got to kind of wait to see if it's actually given or not. I think it's like a double celebration because you celebrate and you're like, actually, no, let me wait, was it offside? And if you get it, then you're like, yeah, you celebrate again. So actually, you got two chances to celebrate. You know what dub, I mean? Double dub, dub celebrations, yeah. But then, yeah. but then again, if you don't get the goal, you celebrate for nothing. So I can see where the, the argument lies. Yeah, you can. But at least, at least it's a fair and equal ground. No, um, you could turn around and still say that you know over here it's still not fair because mm. the referee should have the 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 say so on everything. Oh, and and yeah. I even go even further and say that you know the big screen should be held up and everyone looks at the big screen with a referee and we know we know then if it's 
the right decision or not. So mm-hmm. I think that it's not even a case of, oh, you know, someone, you know, somewhere else saying, oh, you need to take a look at this. <laughs> someone just radios the referee and says, look, you need to look at the big screen. He looks at the big screen, sees what's going on. All the fans see it and they go, referee, look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it just makes it even more connected because we're all seeing it, really. But, you know, I guess referees don't want to be peer pressured into making a decision. So yeah. that's why they don't do it. I actually think that at some point they'll, you know, they'll erect screens so the referee can look and watch and review everything like in real time. That it's not just coming from some guy in a in an office somewhere. Yeah, you know I mean? he's gonna have to, to go, do that. Just or you have to go over to flipping the screen at the, at the side of the pitch, just to yeah, just to, um, yeah. That, that's just stupid, man. You know, what I want to know. I want to know who who is who's the referee to you know who is he to think? Okay, I don't need to take that guy's word for it because I'm the referee of the match. What's what's wrong with his ego? Can't he just be like, actually, that guy probably had a better angle in there. So if he's telling me it's wrong, you know what I mean? Then it's wrong. I don't know, man. Just my opinion. I think even though he's a referee, they should accept that there's probably about five or six referees as has been in the past who are actually officiating the game. I mean, why does he have to be the one guy? Like, it's like, you know, the guy who's the boss, I'm the boss, so I have the last say. But actually, no, there's five of you. It's a collective work job, you know. I just think that's too much. You think it's too much? Yeah, I just think that's too much. I think if it's one referee, he makes the decision, it's all down to him then. You know what I mean? Get, get, get the... Get the footage up on the big screen so everyone can see it. You feel there'd be too much arguing if, like, if, like, one referee was like, "Yeah, I thought it was a, a foul," and the one guy's like, "No, it wasn't a foul." Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you the rest of the game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Difference of opinion. You just leave it to one person, make him just do it, innit? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so, mm-hmm. man. So yeah. Um, apart from that, and what about? Okay, let's let's talk a little bit. Oh, man, Arsenal, man. <laughs> Draw specialists. That's what we are. We're draw specialists. But they actually, you know, we don't have to talk about too much about Arsenal, man. What do you think of Liverpool at the moment, man? These guys are insane. Do you I, think? It's not insane. It's just that Jurgen Klopp is um, he's a fantastic manager and his formula is coming to pass. And it takes time. It takes time. It takes a bit of money. You know, you know, you look at the journey that Liverpool's made ever since the Sol Coutinho. They've, they've invested very wisely in the players that they bought, you know, mm-hmm. you saw Coutinho, um, they bought in Mane, um, then they, then they went and bought in, um, Van Dijk, yeah. then they went and bought in Addison, then they went and bought in the, 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 the centre, the, the defensive midfielder, Fabinho, is it Fabinho, is it? Yeah, yeah. Fabinho, it yeah, when they bought in Fabinho, you know, he's built a spine in the team and he's, 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 he's philosophy, you know, pressing and counter pressing, and he's um, he's um, the way they play football very fast. Yeah. Oh, they, 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 you know, they get the they catch teams on their transition, win the ball back. You know, they've got fast players. They've got Firmino, who is an absolute unsung hero because the way he links up play, he finds Salah, he finds Mane. You know, he's a fantastic player as well. I'm very underrated for the job he does. They've mm-hmm. got experienced pros like Milner mm-hmm. and they've got a great captain in um, Henderson. The formula is absolutely there. There's, there's no issues. They just, they just build and build and build. And this is what, this is what gets me. Mm-hmm. He knows his team so well that 
this man, he literally said at the start of the season, I don't need to buy anybody. <laughs> he knows, he says, you know what? He started the season, he was turning around and he was saying, we've got, we've got, you know, Oxley chamberlain coming back, who is a former Arsenal player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wenger, man. He left. It's, anno- um, it's annoying. Thanks to Wenger. Thank you very much for Arsenal Wenger. Um, so, you know, he said, we've got Arsenal, we've got the Oxley chamberlain coming back from a big injury. Yeah. He says we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't. Well, need another player. This is like a brand new player to us. We didn't have him last season. Yeah. You look at players like Adam Lallana. He's not even played games this season. Do you I know what I mean? I think I think Lallana's lost a bit of his um, a bit of his spark on old man. He's oh, yeah, he's, yeah. The he's, the he's more he's more older. Yeah. The injuries hurt him. Toll on him. He had he had some bad injuries and he couldn't get over it. He took his toll on him. He's not the same player. But yeah, you know, playing for Liverpool, playing for England, playing for Liverpool, you gotta be really fit. And I guess Adam Lallana's body just can't handle the training. He's saying that Daniel Sturridge, Daniel Sturridge was there. He, he kept on getting injured, injured, injured. Because the bodies can't handle the, 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 the workload that the manager puts on them. Because he's a very demanding manager. He demands you to be at top, top, top condition. You have to be. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you're not getting in. Why do you think man like Shakiri can't get in the team no more? Yeah, but Shakiri, man, he's best days as well. He ain't exactly sparkling. The thing is, some of them players play at a different pace. Obviously, Klopp likes it fast, man. He likes people who can move fast with the ball, off the ball, make space, drag people out. But it's a good thought, formula, man. You know, I thought that with Arsenal, man, over the last, like, not even when Arsenal was there, we didn't buy them fast. You know, remember when, remember when Perez and all them were there? No, 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 no. The thing is with Arsenal, it's the system. You know He's, what I mean? Yeah, but I think we didn't have the play. Like I think if Arsene Wenger stuck to stuck to his original like idea with the, with the team, like having really fast players, especially wingers, the wingers that were fast, then Arsenal would still be good. But he started trying to get these te- these guys who weren't particularly fast, but more technical. You know what I mean? All the players who came in, like Leb, Naz, were all really skillful, but they didn't know how to. They weren't fast. You know what I mean? Okay, they weren't slouches, but they weren't fast like Perez and these guys back then. I mean, yeah. thing is though, you know, you, you, you got to have a dynasty. The Liverpool dynasty is just about to start, isn't it? So, um, I don't know, you think it's gonna last long? Arsenal I think it'll last... be at least at least three years, two to three years. I think no, 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 no. You, you, no, you don't, because if you, it depends on how you reinvent yourself as a manager and the players that go out and the well, players. But well, I, 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 I think Liverpool will start to because Van Dijk. Apparently, what they're saying in the news is that. If they win the league, he's done everything. So for him, yeah, man, it's time for a new adventure. So Juventus is sniffing around 150 million bid in the wings in summer for Van Dijk. So you got, I think he made a huge difference to Liverpool. Their defence, you know, what I mean, that one player alone came in, and all them players you mentioned earlier, yeah, man, they're all wicked. But if you stop conceding goals, you've won half the battle already, man. And yeah. Van Dijk and, and, and the keeper as well. In fairness. But Van Dyke, man, he's just a man mountain. Any team, I don't care who they are, would improve with him in their defence. Any team. You know what I mean? So, why? We need, so, yo, we need him in our defence. <laughs> look, 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 look at Man City. Look, look at Man City. They lost one player and now they're playing like they're just some ordinary, well, I won't say ordinary side, but teams are, you know, teams are sussing them out quick. What's his name? One player. The Belgium guy. What's his name? Now, Fred, Fred, I think he's French, Lepore. No, nah, man, they lost the um, company. Any oh, company, oh, company lasts, as well. Yeah, company yeah, yeah, but left. Laporte, yeah, what happened to Paul was almost like, yeah, we'll be all right because we've got him, but we didn't get a replacement in just in case. 
So, you know what I mean? If you haven't got... It all starts at the back, man. It all starts to the back. If you look at Arsenal, when George Graham won, you know what I mean? One nil to the Arsenal. One yeah. nil to the you know Arsenal. I mean? It was all about defence. You have to start... Mourinho, he started with his defence first, made sure there's a tight ship, and then sent the guys forward to forage and, and, and rule and cause rampage. Well, yeah, yeah, Liverpool, man. man. Liverpool deserve it, mate. The way they finished the season last season, European yeah. champ, you know what I mean? The cup and all that. Yeah, it's, it's their time, man. They were yeah. the best team yeah. for me last year. Shut, shut, shut them scouts up for at least a couple of weeks, man. <laughs> you ain't never going to hear last week what you're talking about. Yeah, they're going to shut you up. They're going to be louder, if anything. They're going to hey, be like, oh, I, tell, I, tell, I tell you, I tell, I tell, I tell you who's screwing, Gerard. You'll be like, <laughs> I can't I you, fucking believe it. No, no, you want to stop there. Yeah, I'll tell you who was screwing, yeah. It's the Man United fans. I love it. I love seeing it. <laughs> Seriously, I can't stand them. I can't stand there's two there's two group of fans that I can't stand. There's two uh-huh. football clubs that I just <laughs> one's Tottenham, that's yeah, number yeah. one. The other one's yeah. Man United. Can't okay. stand Man United fans. They're just yeah. full of it. Well, the thing is, mate, you know what it is? It's, they're built they're built on if you've got to remember, you know, we've had... How long were they dominant in, in the premiership? From, from 1990, what? 1992? Yeah. They ruled the roost for, what, 20 years, probably? Yeah, that's about right, isn't it? 2002? Yeah, yeah. 2020. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, it's a dynasty, man. And if you look at the last dynasty, it was Liverpool, wasn't it? And look at how they... Look at when they weren't winning anything. How they used to go, oh, we should be winning titles. You know, we yeah. should be down here, blah, blah. So... It's a cycle, man. It's a cycle. What happens every now and again? Some other teams come and eat at the top table, man. But right now, it's time for somebody else to come in and take it. I'm glad anyway, because Man City, for me, they're all right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're good. They're nice, they're nice to watch. They're easy on the eye, man. But I don't like Man City. The Man City fans, they want me Blues fans. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Man City fans are just all of a sudden popping up. They ain't got no fans, dude. Blues fans are true. They're true, man. They're Warriors Blues fans. Yeah, mate. They all but as you're a Villa fan, all as them, you're a Villa all, fan. All them Blues fans look the same, man. Flat nose and balled. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but I mean, Blues fans have not got really much to cheer about, but Man City, like, you know, they've got the, yeah. they've got the back end of a country, the... Now all of a sudden everyone it's like Man U at the start, you know, Man U weren't that big either. I remember everyone used to support nah, Liverpool. Man United. Nah, Man, Man United was all I've got a question for you. I've got a question for you. Do you think in your lifetime you'll see Blues in the Premier League again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, man. Hey, everything nah, nah. goes in cycles, man. Everything goes true. in cycles. That means <laughs> that that would suggest that, that that would say to me that Arsenal get relegated at some point in our lifetime. Mate, mate, they're in mid table. You know what I mean? For the but for the grace of God. You, you might be down I, there scrambling. I, think, no, I, can, I can honestly turn around and say, you're going weird, weird too far this time. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenal are not getting relegate, relegated. Don't be silly. You know what? Man, not, hey, you know something? Man United have been relegated. So yeah, but that's Man United. This is the Arsenal. So, 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 you know, so, so, this is the Arsenal. This is the Arsenal. This is the, the, the longest team that's had a reign in the Champions League for God knows when. You know what I mean? For 20 years running, that was in the Champions League top competition. This team is not getting relegated. We're just no, going man. through. No, the thing <laughs> is... going through a transition because we lost the manager that was obviously there for a long time. But he was also declining himself, you know? Yeah, he, 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 so, he got stale. He got, he got tired. He, he, declined, he, got, he declined because he, he refused to um, delegate... That. Adapt. No, delegate. No, okay. no, no. De- delegate. Because when you're delegating, you're adapting it, yeah? Like, yeah. you know, 
built. He's like Sir Alex Ferguson. The reason why he stayed at the top for so long is that he used to get like young coaches like, you know, Carlos Queiroz. He got Mike Feeling in. And, you know, he got other young coaches, other coaches that would come in and would do different things, whatever. Yeah, keep, coach keep, was keep, doing. It, keep it fresh. And, well, yeah, whatever coach was doing a new thing, he would bring a coach like that into Manchester yeah. United. And all, all he would do is his job was to watch the training sessions, look who was on form, pick the team and ruffle them up. <laughs> no, he's not seriously. He's, his speeches and what he did and how he got into players' heads and his man management skills were second yeah, yeah. to none. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all about, your man management skills. It's not about how, oh, yeah, yeah, how yeah, your yeah, tactics yeah. and, you know, it's not about, you know, what kind of football and all. It's not, it's everything together. And he just yeah, went, yeah. you do that for me, you do that for me, you do that for me and I'll do this. And, you just, and all of a sudden, you, you're just making a cake, a very pretty yeah. one. The One thing is, he had, he, had, he had belief, didn't he, in his boys. And the thing is, when someone's got belief in you, man, you can, you, you'll pay, you'll pay them Come back. Now. Come on sweats. now. Come on now. This man, yeah. This man, he, he won that, that, that last team that won the Premier League was dire. It was absolutely yeah. dire when he won the Premier League. Oh, Manchester United? Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and then when he left, he said to Moise, he said, listen, don't get rid of Mike Feeling. Don't get rid of nah, him. He got, he got rid of all the backroom staff. Listen. Exactly. Man. You know what that is? Arrogance. That's he got foolishness. The he got one of the greatest managers that ever lived. And you're not listening to what he's saying. Yeah. He was like, yeah. the ears of Moisey, I don't want to be a puppet for you just because I'm Scottish and you're Scottish. Doesn't mean <laughs> I don't want to listen to you. Yeah, but yeah. I'll tell you what, now, ever since then, where you've been? Moisey's Moise been like, he's just been, you know, he's gone back to West Ham. They had a little bounce, but now they're back on the slide again. So, you know, the thing is, he reckons he's a great manager. I think he's bang average. Bang average. He, he got that false sense of confidence from being, like, chosen after Alex Ferguson. That's why. And he went, yeah, I've, I've yeah. earned this. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, you punched above his way to Everton, but they don't tell him, you know, they didn't actually break into the top four. So, yeah, yeah he was consistent in like the top six, whatever, but so so what? You know what I mean? No one, remem no one remembers them things when the trophies are handed out, do they? Yeah. <laughs> actually, just saying that, I know um, Andy was saying that we're not going to get relegated, man, but when you look at it, we're only seven points off the, the aim's place, isn't it? So we're not relegation. Well, actually, well, we're well, Oh, well, actually, well, it was less well, points. There's more points well, to get to top four than to. Well, hey, that would be like some devastating. Mate, even Amy no, would I'll be crying. Okay, we can't believe no, that Arsenal would be relegated. Let's not go man. there. I'll be crying at that. That's not happening. That's not happening. Like, like literally, like literally, yeah. We can literally. We're just waiting to click. Someone just needs to click in our team. And once it starts to click, yeah, we'll be all right. At the moment, Arsenal, yeah. have got, Arsenal have got some damn good players, but... Exactly. Yeah, we've got, we've got it's not clicking. It's not clicking. That's it's, all it is. Lacazette and Birmingham. See them two there? Any team that had them and played them properly. They'd beat up man. They'd beat up defenders. They'd score goals. But I don't get it, man. If they both get pushed out wide and this, that, and the other, and it's like... Yeah, the man terrorise the defenders, man. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, who's, who's your old manager? What? Full, full boy. Emery. Got rid of you. Who are you? Who, who, who not Emery? 
Yeah, Umar Emery's back foot. He used, to, he, used to, he used to play like one of them at a time, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Umar Emery's yeah, a back foot. Yeah, we yeah, didn't play them together. And I used to look at it and think, why are you playing that beast? Why are you letting him loose on that, that, that defence, man? Making man bounce off him and that. Who's a fool? Crazy, man. You know what I think it is? I think some managers think they need to, they need to really get balance. I think that's what it is. We've got to get balance, man. It's all about balance. Oh, sorry, man. Welcome. Welcome to the chat. Uh, yeah, man. It's a, it's a moving chat. All right. We're, we're, we're on the topic of basically like football at the moment before because like Andy's a big football Arsenal fan. Obviously, now I just knows his sports. You know your sports. I know my sports. So I thought we'd start off with football just to get us a little bit warm. Yeah, um, man. Basically talking about if like Arsenal might get relegated. Like I, I don't look. I don't think forty points is gonna be enough this season. I got the, t- I got the table in front of me. There's like what thirteen games to go, and the 18th place team, which is West Ham, they have twenty four points. I think they can get forty points. I'm sorry, I think they can get forty points. So I don't think forty points is gonna be enough, man. You're probably gonna be talking about forty five points. Yeah, possibly. I mean, like it just depends on where the gaps open up towards the end of the season. I mean, how many games he's gone now? About twenty five. <clears throat> There's a lot of points still to be added. There's a lot of points. That's what I mean. Okay, Arsenal got 31. So they could win three more games. If they win three games, they'll be at 40 points. And that will technically make them safe. But I don't think that's going to make them anyone safe at 40 points. Because look, 40 points, with 41 points at the moment, you're at Chelsea. That means Chelsea is still in the relegation battle as well. I mean, it's so close. Sorry? Concertina, man. Yeah, yeah. It's madness. It's weird. It's weird how Liverpool got thirty, <laughs> what twenty-two points over Manchester City, and thirty-two points over Chelsea. That's crazy. Thirty-two points. That's like that's like that's like a German Bundesliga team, man. That's like Bayern Munich winning every year. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's a one-off, man. I think it'd be a one-off. I think the. Uh, I think it was anyway. But the difference between this season and last year. Is that like Liverpool are unbe- like unbeaten this year? But I think by this time last year, there's only probably a couple of losses in there or something. Nah, they like only lost one game last season. Lost one game last season. Well, this is what I'm saying, like one game. So last year, the only difference was is City was doing what Liverpool were doing, where they were almost unbeatable as well. Yeah. So, but, but then City the rest of the gap below, there. yeah, but the the, the, the the gap below was still like a, a cataclysmic gap. It was massive, you know. So like between like between the teams. But I think that was Tottenham when it was it was so you know it was it got a bit bunched up towards the end, but there was massive gaps, you know, in the season. Whereas this year, Liverpool have just out and out run away with it. They've had no to get close. Yeah. I think they only need to win about two more games. They've they've won the league. Okay, they win two more games. They've won the league. Yeah, good though. Good really? Good yeah, I mean, not good on them. I don't want Liverpool to win the league. I'd rather. No, I do. Do you know, know why? Thinking. Because it's just proven that, like, it's you like Man City. And Chelsea before them, like that, they dislodged, like they, they broke up the Man U sort of like uh, dominance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Man U at first, because remember, you know, God knows how many wins in a row for Man United with the odd team getting a one league winner. Then Man U will be back to business, winning the league again. And then like Chelsea were the first team to start spending, and you know they started getting a bit of success under Mourinho and, and everything like that. You know, and that started to work out a little bit. And then obviously. Man City, when they got took over um, by the shake, then they obviously put their money where their mouth was. And first season, 200-odd, 300 million. And they've done it every single season since. Yeah. Um, Liverpool joined in with that from probably two seasons ago, three seasons ago. And, and just very clever, very good buys though, man. So when yeah. Liverpool were spending 75 million on Virgil van Dijk, 
like that was 75 million to get literally probably the best defender in the world. Yeah. Where it was like Man U or something like that. Man U, well, I don't know what they're doing. Like, they seem to have like a player's graveyard. It's like where the players come to die, even good players. Nah, Arsenal, that's Arsenal, man. But Arsenal get all the people are over 30 and they get like a big wage and then they're chilling and then they, they retire, you know, after that or they go away. They're injured for six, six or seven seasons and then they disappear with a fat check. That's yeah, awesome. man, you do even worse, man. You'll get a 25, 26-year-old player and make him look 35, like, <laughs> and then they can't, like, look at Pogba. Like, Pogba, when I watch him, I actually think he plays good, but it reminds me of being the one, well, we don't mind me because I wasn't the best, but it reminds me of, you know, you've got that one good, you know, when you're playing football like, at school and you've got that one good guy, he's quality, but he ends up taking on the whole team because, like, when he does pass to somebody, they all cock it up and that, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you, like, you yeah. play the perfect through ball and someone does the banana kick or something, it's like, bro, what are you doing? You're just like, oh. that was, that's what it's like with Pogba in the United team and Rashford. So you see them doing stuff, but when you've got, like, eight, nine people around them who are just, like, not, I mean, not mate, really matter. bringing it. They're playing what is it, one matter. That, that, that man's been whacked from day one, That's man. There's a, there's, a, there's a reason why Mourinho got rid of him. And then he ended up with him when he went to the Man United himself. But played him? But played him, Matter's done great, man, at Man United. The problem with Matter is they tried to, one, they're playing completely out of position. And two, he hasn't got a defensive bone in his body. Yeah. Like, Matter is out and out, wide flair, midfielder. Midfield, like, wide player. Yes, why plays a winger? He was a left winger all his time at Valencia. Was a left winger. Man, you played him on the right wing. Then they played him as part of a four-three-three, either in the midfield on the left or the right, and the same up front. And then as he's got a bit like played there a bit longer because he's got great creativity. They play him like I say as a number ten, or they play him just behind the front two, and he can do that. But you know, he could do that in a team that was like Barcelona's or Real Madrid, where you've got plenty of flair players who can do that around. But if you lose the ball, he's not going to get it back. <laughs> and in today's teams and that, like even teams like Man City and Liverpool, your attacking players are defensive players as well. You know yeah, they've got defensive; to, they can win the ball back as well. Yeah. So like, and you know obviously how important that is. You know, Stoke City didn't survive ten years, whatever it was, in the Premier League with probably the worst team ever. But you know, and winning games and drawing games because they didn't work out some of the things like that. Like they worked out physicality, strength, good people who can win the ball back. Hard work is it? Yeah, if we can win, they didn't they didn't have goal scorers or nothing until they had on the wing at the one point. You know what I mean? They did, you know what I mean? They didn't really have goal scorers at the club, so it was just literally, you know, big, strong, powerful, and hope to nick a goal off set pieces. Who's that guy, Rory Delap? Who's the guy who used to do long throws, man? Was it Rory Delap? Yeah, Rory Delap. Yeah. Yeah. he used to always score it every time, every game when it was like him and Crouch, him and Crouch. Yeah. <laughs> long ball in crouch header goal Arsenal lost that's why we that's why Arsenal got such a big rivalry with Stoke we hate Stoke <laughs> because of Adam Ramsey anyway, got his injury. because Stoke were just like we called them the ogres the you know all of these come just brutalise you and that man Stoke man <laughs> Brutalise, you know. It's like Wimbledon in the 80s. Remember Wimbledon with Vinny and everything and Epinokuku and John Fashion and all these The crazy gang. Yeah. Epinokuku was a great striker, man. He used to score every week, man. I like John Fashion, man. No, I used to like Marcus Gale, man. I always thought he was a good player. Marcus Gale. He was actually. He was actually. He was a good player. He used to score some wicked goals, man. Marcus Gale. Yeah. I tell you the best player from back in the day that no one... Well, people remember him, but you... People don't talk about him. Do you remember Rob Lee, who played for Newcastle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rob Lee was bad. Rob he used to score every week. He was wicked. Him and um, Philip Albert for Newcastle, they were 
the classic man. Uh, the guy was Peter B. Yeah, Philip Albert. Yeah, I remember him. When he, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, Peter yeah. Beasley as well. Peter yeah. Beasley was a sick player. You know who's <laughs> my? I tell you, I tell you who's my favorite player of all time. He wasn't an Arsenal player. Well, he wasn't well. Arsenal obviously be outside Arsenal. Let's Matthew Let No, no, no. Matthew Letizia. He oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he used to love him. He used to love him. He's a guy. He, he, never he, 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 he held up Southampton by his own, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Matthew yeah. Dissier was one of the best players. Nah, him and Lasso, and because um, Graham Lasso played for that team as well. That team was wicked with him and uh, and Letizia because Lasso used to always ping in all the balls, and Letizia used to just clean them. He was wicked. He was ridiculous. He scored, then, didn't uh, he score like seven goals in one game, or was that Nigel Clough? Uh, I'm not sure. You know. I'm not sure. One of the Nine goals. Seven goals in a game. Who? Um, Letizia? It's either him or, or Nigel Clough. I'm not sure. They didn't even play together, yeah. did they? Did they play together? No, nah, Nigel Clough played for like, Nottingham Forest, didn't he? That's yeah, cool. that's what I'm thinking about, man. I'm going to be going in the house and the dogs are going to bark, so I'm just going to mute my mic for like... Let me you right. We're going to go on to our first topic, man, anyway, because I need to talk about... I, I, this is always not got Andy Man on, man, because... This is, oh. the, this is the real reason, man. Anybody can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, our yeah. first topic of today, I know we've been speaking for almost a half an hour on football and stuff, man, but you know what I mean? It passes the time. I was about the coronavirus while I'm oh, drinking, yeah, while I'm drinking my Corona beer, man. Sack this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I ain't drinking no Corona beer, man. Andy, man. Yes, bro. I, I, dude, you posted something the other day on Facebook. About the, the 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 people eating some babies and stuff. I actually posted it in our group. I said, "Look at this, man." I was like, "Look at this. If this is real, man, I'm leaving this planet." But what was that? Where do you find your information, man? Because that was amazing, man. I was like, what? Listen, if these people, yeah, are eating bats. <laughs> There ain't nothing wrong with eating bats, dude. We're gonna go to a next level and eat a baby. A dead baby at that in a stoop. Yo, yo. The thing is. The way that the, the way that that pitch you put up shocked me, man. I was like, "What in the world?" I was like, "Yo, but, I, I, I just looked at it again, man." And I'm like, "What the? F- that's so horrible, man." I can't get around it, man. I'm like, "Yo, they got that from they they got that from a movie, dude." That's did you, see, did you see that? Did I put it in the group? I put a video the other day, man. I had a video the other day of this woman and the Chinese woman. She's going around cutting these bushes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put it in the group, and then she puts her hand in the bush. Gets some bird's nest out, pulls the flipping chicks out, just puts it straight in her mouth and yams it grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some disgusting stuff too, man. What are you talking about? I've seen someone today, yeah? This woman's got this this bowl and there's these little things running around. She's got a little chopstick and she's feeding the little toddler the live thing and he's just putting it in his mouth and he's, he's just eating it. I'm thinking, what the hell is that, number one? And number two, really? I think it's full of parasites or anything, man. Well, where is I mean, this man. baby thing sourced from? Is it, have, you, have you checked on what it is? You know, it's like this baby story, like the story of them eating babies, or is it come from yeah, a film? Yeah. Or is it, I, don't, like, I don't know if it was, like I said, that's why I wanted to get animal because I was like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, I need to get it's just, I just says, I just says, yeah, um, I've, I've seen it and I've posted it because I believe that they would do it. I believe... I believe, yeah, that they're doing certain things. You know, you've heard of the dark web, innit? 
Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah. You on the thought we're yeah, getting said, stuff. That's yeah, what I was asking. So, so, so obviously, you know, these people, I believe, yeah, there's people that have, you know, been killed or murdered or whatever or dead, and I believe that they will eat actually dead people. Like, like what did you? I believe that. And on top of that, yeah, eating a baby is just a next level. Do you know what I mean? I mean, so, I mean, they've, they've got no limits. I mean, trying to cut you, but the reason where they've actually got these ultra healthy people who they never drink, they never smoke, they have this really strict sort of Tai Chi and this exercise regime. And they said that their diet, because of their diet, because of their commitment to health, they have like literally the most perfect organs. So, what China's been doing. Is locking up these because they're like a, not a religious, but kind of like a bit like a cult kind of thing. But it's like a, I don't know, like a well-being site sort of people. But it's like a whole community. And what they've started doing is collecting them, locking them up, and then selling off their organs. They've been harvesting. When they've got somebody who needs the organ, because they're really ultra healthy people, they're, they're killing them to order. And that is actually something that's proven. That's on Amnesty International, and you can get the actual story off Fox, and you can actually see it for yourself. Now that. That is true. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put anything beyond. Well, like, like, obviously, this part of the world and that, you know, because of all the wars and stuff, they got used to eating a less than savory diet over the years, isn't it? But there's one girl, <laughs> you know, there's one girl, I don't know if you see her on TikTok and stuff, she's quite, she's gone quite viral. Oh, and I know you're on about it. It's like some Chinese girl, she's not even that bad looking, even, man, but she's sick. She eats these, like, these big, massive slugs out the sea. Oh, no, I still oh, like, Look like a slimy penis out the sea, man. I'm like, yo, what's that? She's just pouring water up the camera. It's popping juice all up the camera and everything yeah. and all over her face. Oh, and like, yeah. oh man. Yeah, you ain't seen that girl, man. Just, yeah. if you put My brother, like, dude, is, is, he watches it all the time. Saying, How? Then he ate his dinner afterwards. I was looking at him like, How? <laughs> How? <laughs> That's, that's yeah, I couldn't even go toilet and thing and looking at this thing, it looks like some penis, bro. I'm like, nah, man. You know what I mean? It's I'm disgusting. scared. Well, anyway, do you guys, what do you think, man? Do you think the coronavirus is something you should be worried about, or do you think it's just a, just another scare tactic? You know, me and me and Simon spoke quite briefly, but what do you think, man? Anyone got like an opinion on it? Like, really? Um, well, the thing is, right. What was it? Was it SARS in 2003? Was Ebola in 2016? There's always going to be these outbreaks, and it's it, you know we don't we haven't discovered half of the bloody viruses and bacteria that can kill us. Before you go there, cor- the coronavirus is not a bacterial virus. Is it not? No, it's not. It's not bacterial virus. So 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 thus. It can't be treated by no antibiotics. Oh, yeah, oh, we know it's viral. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. It's a virus. Virus can't be treated, and it the virus stays oh, in the yeah, system. Okay. Remember a couple of years, actually, a couple of years ago, there was the Zeta virus in it in um, Brazil, too. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zika, Zika virus. Zika, sorry, not Zeta. I'm keeping it. Zeta 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 Jones, well, 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 look, at, look at how that just died, eh? You don't hear nothing about it. The thing Ebola's is, it wasn't deadly enough. Ebola is still happening now. Right now, Ebola, if you go and do a search on the internet, it's happening now, but we're not hearing about it. So, you know what I mean? The thing is, these things are going on all the time. It's only what we hear that we know what's happening, but I think all of the things are going you know, on everywhere I, all the know, time. Do you know how Ebola actually started? No, man. You had you had the people down, I think it, I'm, not, I'm not sure where it started. Um, some country, I forgot the name of the country. 
I think it's Sierra Leone, I think. I'm not sure. No, I yeah. don't think it yeah, is. It's in West Africa somewhere. Yeah, yeah, some West Africa somewhere, Sierra Leone. It was eating monkeys. Oh, no, dude, man. You're eating monkeys. Don't buy into that at all, man. No, 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 was eating monkeys and that's how it came about. They do anywhere around in a lot of places. Anyway, like in places like uh, Tibet and stuff, man. Yeah. Now, Mauritius, places like Mauritius, you can go to places like that. Uh, Asia too. Asia too. Yeah, they'll have a hole in the table and they close it on the monkey. Then you bash the monkey's brains in with with a hammer and then eat the top of the brain out from the skull. Oh man. Yo, the thing is, the thing is, this monkey, this monkey theory, like that's how they said it introduced AIDS in it. Let's let's call it what it is, yeah. All these bacteria, viruses that are killing up the human race as we speak were all designed in a lab, innit? None of them came from no monkeys or nothing, man. Ain't no one having sex with monkeys. Well, then again, I ain't gonna say that still. (laughs) (laughs) Some nasty, nasty, nastiness going on, you know. Man, just a jelly baby, you know. Don't get it twisted. You you, you was talking about white paedophiles going to Gambia. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Monkeys not that far from where. You know what I mean? The rats will do anything, mate. So. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you're right because babies and human babies. Not- it, it, it was in the paper last week that there's been a um, there's a, uh, a place in the UK where they hold they do all like um, tests with viruses and stuff, and someone managed to get hold of like some kind of report, and they've had something like thirty scares over the last five years, where they've had to lock the place down because of contamination and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Some, coming, right, like, coming like some Resident Evil business, isn't it? Mate, for real, mate. That's exactly what I say to so the wife. I says, you know, we got we get stuck up on baked beans, man. <laughs> I'm getting some tin fruit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting scurvy. Well, <laughs> like I was saying, I think all these ideas about humans sleeping with animals and that we're getting diseases from them, I think that's all just it's a, it's a cover up because but these guys are doing. I, I, I honestly do. I honestly do believe, yeah, that the coronavirus um, has actually come from bats because um, because there the was the, was a disease that you know was killing off bats and you know and snakes as well, and it's jumped from the snakes to the bats, and then these pagans start flipping eating bats. <laughs> pagans, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, but having said that, they found the source of the crime. They found the source of the actual thing, and it was in it was in a seafood market. Well, that, that, well no, they've, they've said they've said it's come from bats, and yeah, that's what they've said. So you know, the thing is, with I don't the, know. With the bat theory, it's a mutated thing. It's a mutated thing because obviously the, the, the coronavirus has been they've they've known about this for a while, but this is a mutated version yeah. of it that that's jumped from species to species, and and that's what they they they're, they're talking about. So you, you I don't know, know how. You know, what I think, but I thought that bats transmitted more things like rabies, man. That's what I thought. I thought that people, like, if you eat bats and stuff, they carry rabies. The thing is, man, these, these animals, you don't know. You know, they say that, I mean, like, we've got, we've got a turtle, and apparently they're full of salmonella. But, yeah. you know what I mean? The, the wife would argue that, because you'll say, oh, well, the food's all clean. Well, you don't know what they're eating. <laughs> you don't know what's going on inside them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I want to ask you I want to ask a genuine question. How many of you guys are going to start eating Chinese again? <laughs> Yo, dude, I ain't eating. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I want three days to go to be fair. I'm I'm gonna, I don't eat Chinese. Yeah, if I, for, for some reason, people have kind of love Chinese buffets. Whenever I have been there, it's always been full of brothers, man. I, I, you know, I cook, I cook my meals at home to be fair, man. I, I mean, you know, I'm a vegetarian, so. <laughs> I'm saying that. 
could yam some ribs right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, can get, you get Jamaican barbecue ribs, though, man. That's because he mentioned it, you know. I wasn't even thinking about Chinese food. Bloody hell. Bloody hell, what are you doing? <laughs> I ain't eat no Chinese. I don't even... Listen, listen, listen. Why not? Do you know why you should eat Chinese? Do you know why you should eat a Chinese? Because, you know, well, unlike a lot of the stuff that you'll have in your house, the gang guaranteed the food is not from China. The meat's going to be locally sourced. No one's sending no pork over from... Yeah. Locally sourced, man. Yeah, you're right. It is locally sourced. What what else is going to come across? Noodles. You know, I mean, even they're going to be made in Germany, these man. They're going to be made in Germany or England or somewhere in Europe and everything. It's going to be, you know, noodles. You're going to get them in the local supermarket. They're they're going to cook local stuff. It's not going to come from China. If it was in China, I wouldn't eat Chinese. (laughs) Like, I'd love to have have a Japanese. But I'll have it in Wuhan, you know what I mean? And then you still get contaminated because you're eating in Wuhan City. You know, you know what I think? Look, I'll tell you how, how, look, look, man, if I see a Chinese person across the street, I'm probably going to cross the road. <laughs> that's, that's how serious this is getting, man. I'm like, that's terrible, man. Bro, yeah, I'm just missing. That's it's like after 9-11 and being, being Muslim and that, man. It's all jokes. It's all jokes. Apparently, apparently, you saying that, there's been a rise in between racist, um, like, abuse Assault. of Chinese. Yeah, people. I think yeah. it's... I mean, what I just said was just a joke. It's all tongue in cheek. But I think that, you know, these people who take it too far and start being like, you know, yeah, Chinese, you're bringing all your stuff. I think that's right. Actually, I know a girl who works at the um, a builder's merchant and she said some Chinese uh-huh. people came in, spent 900 euros on, 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 on masks to send to China. 900 euros on masks. You know how cheap the masks are? They're like a couple of euros, man. They bought 900 euros worth of masks. That's, that's, ser- that's serious business. That is. That's like, yo, you guys ain't getting sick by my watch. 900 euros, man. So something's going on. Something's going on over there, but like I said, um, it is what it is, man. <laughs> nah, man. That's, so much to, that's a scary thing, but you know, the thing is, like, it reminds you, like, it's, like you know, when you look back at, like, the, the Black Death, man, the plague, and you know that now, after so many, what, hundreds of years, they completely change what they believe is the cause of um, the, the, the bubonic plague, because they said it was from uh, fleas off rats and everything uh, that was basically when the rat died or whatever it was jumping from rats to the next place it could draw blood from which was the humans and then it was contracting like that you know filthy conditions they're on boats that were traveling around the world in trade and stuff like that and old wooden ships that had like water coming in and rotting you know wood and everything so the, the rats had a lovely place to sort of fester but what they said in the end now is they reckon that it actually come from human fleas or ticks that actually were passed on from each other. And, yeah. and uh, they also believe that during that time, there was also, um, I don't know if it was SARS or something, one of these, it weren't SARS, anthrax was discovered in bodies um, mm. that were from the bubonic plague and everything at the same time. So they believe it was like a double entendre, man. It was like, it was a, uh, an anthrax epidemic plus this bubonic plague that nobody had like, resistance to. Like now, if, if, if you're English, then you have a 20%, if you, you know, because the plague's still out there, mainly in African countries and everything like that. But we've got a tolerance in our, in, in, you know, if you've got English blood or whatever, or Western blood, because basically it's like places like Italy, like it was, there was like a third of the population wiped out with it. So those yeah. who survived actually built up an immunity to it. You know what, so hold the thought, because um, Andy has to leave, man. Yo, Andy. Yes, bro. Yeah, man, yeah, thanks man. for having been on anyway, man. Thanks yeah. for being on, man. Hopefully, hopefully we we'll get you on again, man. When you got a bit more time and that. Yeah, definitely, man. I got. I'm up at like quarter past four in the morning, man. So. Go, 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 go. I'm in at four. Get back on the line. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, all right, take care, lads. Yeah. Take care, man. Take care, take care. Later. So yeah, yeah, man. These, these, these things, man. It's uh, like I say, these plagues, this plague thing, and this, this SARS and Ebola and all these things. I think like the thing that we have got to think about is like it's not scary unless time goes by and they just can't find any way of treating it. You know, like if there's literally nothing that they can do at all, and this thing is because it went from just killing old people or old people who were already suffering with respiratory things now it's starting to claim younger people the the scope of who it's taking is going a bit further and obviously it's, it's landed in every sort of port now there's going to be a polar bear going fuck you guys i'm all right <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i mean you've got the biggest population in the world like 10 polar bears and that and that's all that's left yeah you know, <laughs> With this climate thing, you know, don't think that the, the Mother Earth's way, if it is Mother Earth and that, like, that it's going to necessarily well, be well, climate well, change that take us, you'll find a way. You, you, you saying that, if you think about it, these ice caps are melting, which haven't melted for about tens of thousands. Is that of true, months. though, man? I don't oh, know. If that's a good point. Or not. So it's, nah, yeah, there was no that, evidence. That, no, 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 no. Nah, man. It is way. There's parts of um, North Pole and the South Pole which never, never thawed. In, in mankind's lifetime, which are now starting to fall, you've got to think of all that bacteria now, which, lock, which is locked away in there. Where is it going to go? Straight into the sea. What, does, what happens in the sea? The fish are swimming. The fish yam this, the yam that. It's all food chain. That's why if you eat fish all the time, you'll get a high level of mercury in you because, you know, little fish, they, they get it into their system and bigger fish eat their members. And by the time you're yamming them, you know, a tuna apparently is full of mercury. You've got lots yeah. of mercury in so you got to think, all this stuff which is coming out of these ice caps and that, like Simon says, this is Mother Nature's way of saying, you know, sort of, you people are fucking about, man. So, you know, sort of, I'm going to show, I'm going to show you something. So. <laughs> it's like being blindsided, being licked in your face, but not by the person you expect to be, any Because we're all expecting exactly. the place to heat up. Down there. But really, yeah. like, these kind of things, it's like, now, nah, man, we've got an yeah. epidemic coming to your way and that, yo, a pandemic. Exactly. Because you don't know, you know, because like, it's not that long ago, I mean, like 300 years ago, was influenza wiped out a third of the world's population. That's like the cold, the cold, you know, yeah. common cold wiped and out. And still a third does, of the if you look how many people the common cold and flu influenza will take out each year, it's still yeah. in, around the world, mate. You're yeah. looking at a lot of people, not um, a lot of people. We are on the precipice, really. But like, I think, you know, something, all this global warming, yeah. Yeah, it's getting warmer. But yeah, I think the ice caps and that, they're, they're releasing bacteria that's never, ever been or hasn't been into the, into the oceans or into the world for a long, long time. Yeah, or even into the atmosphere itself. If you exactly. know, look at, look at how many things they're saying. Like, you know, especially with these old habitats, especially like places like the rainforest that are getting dug up. And even under the surface, you know, different yeah. gases and, and, and yeah. different sort of bacteria, like I say, that when released and that really, actually react. With different That's things, it. you know, and I'm not saying, look, we know what the, the periodic table is, but we don't know every combination. It's like having a, a combination to a, like a like a safe or something like a DNA, um, like a DNA, DNA exactly man. that's why that's how we that's how our whole thing has evolved through different things mixing with different things and creating something new you only have to look at dogs you know back in the day there was probably like 10 breed of dogs and then it's sort of like people started tinkering and messing around and now you've I mean, you got hundreds of them yeah, you know what i mean create designer dogs people yeah. are creating stuff in the labs all the time look at the stuff we throw out you know you tell me every single experiment that's ever been done in the lab 
when they've thrown away chemical waste or, or radioactive waste or whatever it is, and that, that they actually know that, okay, I've made this combination that's never been made before, and now I'm throwing that away. Well, what happens when them things are thrown away or mixed with other stuff and left off for decades and decades? Or You know, we don't know what some of the damages we're doing. It was the same exactly. with CFC, what gases that were, you know, creating the ozone, like the problem in the ozone layer. People didn't realise until it was upon them and it was, like, glaringly obvious. And I think we've Thing got is, we, 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 if, if If this world is going to change if mother nature is fighting back there's nothing we can do to stop it anyway it'll be a case or deserve of, well we, deserve it, it. we it, don't deserve it bro no no i wouldn't say it about deserve because at the end of the day innocent people are innocent people and you can't blame the person who's carrying a bloody bowl of fruit on her head trying to feed her family with some mega corporation which she ain't got nothing to do with that but that's true yeah, it's true can't, I mean, the thing is you, you, you can't, can't blame you can't, them you can't you can't blame the whole world what, what actually is only like five percent of the world who are responsible? Mainly the West. Yes. You know, what I'd always say to that, and it, I think it was something on the secret, and that, that actually said it. They said, "Look, whether you're a good person or a bad person, if you jump off a roof and that, you're still going to have the same result when you hit the ground." And the way I look on that is, it's just what you just say, like you know, you can't really blame the five percent. You can't. But you know, there's a thing about being indifferent as well. Like, say, if literally, yeah, that's true. We will watch ourselves get to the point where it not not past this point now, where it's greed and it's obvious it's oil. And, and big pharma that are making all the big money or whatever, and people are not going to, you know, give up their big chunk of, like, the Saudis are not going to give up their big chunk of world revenue, you know, from making fossil fuels and that, and making oil, crude oil, and let everything move forward without a fight. Of course, it's not going to happen. But like I say, when it's time, and, and, and we sit there and we're indifferent to it, like, to the point where it's not really obvious like it is now, but I mean, like, it's day on day disasters disasters all around the world kind of thing one it will be too late and two what we're going to do so, oh yeah we'll sort of rise up together we'll write a nice strongly letter, worded letter and a protest yeah, that's what, there's, not an, there's nothing that they can do I don't give a monkey's what they say if the mother nature decides it's our time to have a little shake up on this planet all these little insects are pissing me off right now then she'll shake it up and it's fuck all they can do do you think, do you think no. we'll bring it on now? Do you think we could... Nah, mate, to... uh, the thing is, you can have earthquakes. You could have multiple earthquakes all across the world. That's nothing to do with global warming. That's the earth just doing its thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could have volcanoes erupt. That's nothing to do with global warming. That's the earth doing its so, thing. So basically, you know I mean? our, our fate and those, is in stone. Well, well, and those things, though, not being funny, they can wipe out whole civilizations, as has been proved over, you know, many, 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 you know, tens of thousands of years. So the reality is, we want borrow time anyway. Of course. We're, we're of course. Time. But I reckon so it's like, it's more like a, a, a like being nasty, it's more like a frigging period, bro, where the, the world will just flush and then the world will still exist. You yeah, know I mean, mean? it'll be also awesome. Even gone. some of us now, nah, some of us, are, you know, humans have always survived. You I know always survived. We're some. like cockroaches, oh, man. Yeah. We're like cockroaches, man. We don't, nothing could kill us, man. Well, that's what I'm saying. Unless the planet gets exploded. I bet the dinosaurs fought that. If you look at an ant's nest and all them little things, I suppose the way. I'll tell you what with the dinosaurs, yeah. If a comic comes and hits the earth, we ain't survived. Then again, we survived that too. There were no, the, we, the we Neanderthals. Then we didn't, not in, we wasn't there, man. There wasn't Neanderthals in the Jurassic period, bro. Well, we'll do the caveman in it. Way, way after. Yeah, now, way, way, way after. Way after. He's, he's got, I think, he got the, I don't know what the periods are. Is it near? No, the prehistoric man, where are you? 
the prehistoric man, dude, the, the oldest, oldest um, human remains that they've ever found, I think ever, is under 200,000 years old. The dinosaurs were literally like... Millions. Like six, seven, millions or six, seven hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand. Like we're talking about hundreds of thousands of years between, at least between the dinosaurs and humans. Yeah, well, well basically what I'm saying is, the, the, if a comet came our way, we're not surviving that. Like I'm talking, I'm talking about if there's not like a big ones, earthquake. Huh? The thing that's gonna, the thing that's gonna wipe us out, I think, apart from a comet, is when we no longer got breathable air. We've completely polluted the the, the, the environment and the atmosphere that we can't no longer breathe. We cannot breathe. We can't survive without gas masks. That's when we're going to say goodbye. I don't think it'll ever get to that point. No, I don't think it will ever be because that's the one thing we can actually contain. We can clean air easy. Like, that's one thing we've got mastered in big places. There's places where it's been done. There's different, you know, practices that people can do, even just in filtering. If, if every factory made that, you know, like a sort of like purification thing where you, you, your stuff that goes out has to be more filtered, you know, then it, it could be cleaner anyway. You know, people could use, like I say, different fuels and you could slowly change that around. But I mean, like our problem won't be the fact that we can't breathe. It'll just be the fact that, you know, this, this, this actual, this CO2, is like a blanket around the earth. You know what I mean? It literally, is, we're, we're, we're going to put a blanket around it and then say, well, we don't want to get hot. You know, it's going to happen. And that consistency, it's not about having, like Nigel was saying, there's peaks where the world's temperature goes up, but then it goes down, then it goes up, then it goes down. Now, the problem with climate change deniers in particular is that in the last 20, 30 years, in fact, we had the projections in the 60s or the 70s, and the projections have gone exactly right, in when, I mean, like, to, to the letter, to where we are today. And then for the last 10, 15 years, we've had just record-breaking year after record-breaking year after record-breaking year. It hasn't had a dip again. And we've never had that inner cycle where it's just record-breaking year on, you know, year on year of the co- the hottest temperatures ever, the coldest temperatures on the ever, weather. Well, we the actually, most they, they actually reckon that the sun is going to be entering a cool phase in the next... It's already in the um, cool phase, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, well, they're saying it's going to have less energy, so the temperature should cool down. But obviously, that could be combated by what you're saying. So actually, No, no, no. My... my uh, information investigation suggests that it's actually going to enter into a warmer phase. Cool the phase, ice age, the ice age is gone, hasn't it? That's just gone. We've just left the ice age. No, the sun, the sun. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. We've just left the ice age. That was the cool phase. Now we're going to go into a phase where things get a little bit warmer, and then yeah, after, I think it takes. I think it goes through yeah. four four seasons, like like the like the Earth. It goes through four seasons too. And the Earth's in the season of like pretty much summer or or spring. Actually, I think it's actually spring now. The the um. I think it was the sign of Aries. I'm trying to figure the correct term for it. The, 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 um, the time of Aries, that's what it's called. And that would be the, the start of like a sort of a spring. So it's like the end of winter, start of springtime. So I'm thinking it's actually going to get warmer than cold, cooler. The but, thing is, I suppose the way I, look, the way I look at the world and all this is that, think about it. I mean, and you, I suppose you've got to actually visualise it in your mind. But obviously, we go around the sun. Yeah. But we don't go around at the same angle. Every yeah. year, that makes sense. We're, we're constantly kind of turning at a different angle. So, if you think over thousands of years, at certain points, all the planets will line up like a snooker fucking ball. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, right now, they'll be off center or whatever, but they all line up. So, you got to think, well, what effect does that have on planets? You know, is there a gravitational thing going on there? You, that's what I mean. You, but they the understand universe, all that already, you know. They know that already. I mean, that's the one thing they've got 
down to a T. Any astrology, and they know how everything's aligned. That's the, the only thing we don't know is like, say, are we going to get like, like Wayne was talking about earlier on, are we going to get done by a meteor that we haven't seen? Like the actual well, there's been loads star of the mapping, the actual yeah. mapping of the stars when we know that certain, like when we know eclipses are going to come and certain things are going to happen. Like you say, everything does align and certain things happen at them sort of the but, points. But over, but there's but no over. danger in our galaxy, not in our galaxy, but in our solar system. And because our solar system is so far from the next system, there's nothing that's going to happen in that system that can really affect our system. But what, but what like I'm the saying, whole system collapsing. In terms of going round, over a period of 10,000 years, there's going to be certain angles where the Earth is going around the sun where it's going to be cooler than other times. You know what I mean? It's like the, yeah. sur the surface of the sun, the actual energy that the, the Earth gets will be different at different periods over tens of thousands of years. So that's why I think you have things like ice ages and then warmer periods and then ice ages. So, you know, I think, like I'm saying, we're, we're on borrowed time on matter what, what we're doing. So, but what they will do is say, you know, if you have an ice age, oh, it's because of global warming. It'll be because we're on a cycle. <laughs> yeah. So it was the age all of Aquarius, is what I want to say. That's yeah. what it's called, the age yeah. of Aquarius. Yeah. All these uh, things are happening because they're, you know, they're meant to happen. You know, there's always been typhoons, there's always been hurricanes, there's always been tsunamis, there's always been, you know, floods. Always, as long as man has been on the planet, because man always builds on floodplains anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. well, obviously, they're more devastating now because the thing is, we see them more. When when we was younger at school, we didn't know about half these things that was going on. There's always there's, there's things there was always going on. You hear about mm -hmm. it two or three days later, and you think, oh bloody hell! But now it's it's there, it's instant as well. So it feels feels worse. But obviously, so obviously the temperature thing is different. But, you know, no, yeah. But, Actually, that I'm just looking at it this way. You know, in general, the way we're treating treating the earth, man, it's like you mind me of like. You know, like, say, if, if you're just walking down the street, and that's it, Earth, it's just doing its thing, you know, it's just living its life, walking down the street, living its life. And then, like, every now and then, humans are just, like, putting a rock in its pocket, in your pocket, man, like, you know, putting a weight in your pocket, and eventually, that's going to slow you down, and eventually stop you, and then disable you, and that's what it is. To me, it's, like, all the abuses that we're doing is, like, putting a weight, you know, in, in, in the sun's pocket, you know what I mean, if, it's the, if you're using, mm -hmm. like, a... A hypothetical or whatever and slowing it down we're making it weaker so yeah we've had all these things but i think we're ignorant to, to think that oh there's no consequence for what we're doing because what is the one thing that we always was taught and everything the butterfly effect you know a, a butterfly flapping its wings in one place it could cause a tsunami somewhere else like it's mm -hmm. literally that intrinsically linked and if you don't believe that then you only have to look at nature look at the, what's happening with bees look what's happening to ecosystems that are literally breaking down because one thing's been taken out the food chain Mm. And then it's just mashed up everything. Look at coral reef is the best thing. To yeah. look at. Coral is dead. You know what I mean? There's so many places that were like, like paradise places that are just dead. Like always there is coral there. There's like two strains. There's no diversity yeah. anymore. So like, this is what's happening with the earth. It's like, in my opinion, obviously it's just my opinion, but I feel like what we're doing now is we're going, oh, we're, we're having all these, I mean, we're not talking about small things. If we look at the, the, the things we do, like the way we cultivate the land, the way we harvest the animals, the way we chop down the rainforest, the way we do all these things, but then we ain't happy with that. We start developing new things. Let's start fracking. Let's start doing this. Let's start prospecting in, like, in, in cities and places. Now, everywhere, it's not just in you know, one place or another. Oh, let's start drilling in the Ant in Antarctic. Let's put pipeline, gas pipelines underneath the sea that's you know every now and then they have problems and then gas is coming off or yeah, oil 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 in the in the, in the Mediterranean. Oil spills. 
You know what I mean? Like it's, it's going to be, you know, the earth's a very resilient thing. You can take a lot, and I mean a lot of abuse, but you know yourself, if you're fighting one person who's tough, you know, you might be able to fight them off. If you're fighting every person Army. from every angle, you can't do it. It's, it's, you know, you can fight an angle, you know, in war, you can fight an army that you can see over the hill coming towards you from one angle. But if you don't know that behind you, people are coming and from the left and from the right and, you know, from above and from below, then that's what's happening with the way we abuse the earth. It's coming from every direction and it's, 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 it's an assault. It's not, it's not gentle. You know, it's not like what we used to do before because we didn't have the technology. And before I just stop rabbiting, this is my last point, fishing. If we go back fishing 50 years ago, that, like you could have 10 trawlers that couldn't catch as much as one trawler can catch now because we didn't know they have the technology. Now they will put a net one mile wide. They're allowed to put it one mile wide and something like, you know, half a mile down or something. And then they'll have two ships that are wide, a mile apart from each other. So the net is stretched and they'll, dro they'll like, drive parallel to each other and then slowly bring their ships together. And then their net closes around. They can take thousands, hundreds of thousands of fish, one boat at a time or two boats between them. And that's why it's like in the, since the 50s, uh, the 1950s, and the technology has really only been advanced like that since the 80s and 90s. We've lost mm -hmm. over 75% of our fish stocks. Yeah, man. It's out of control, man. It is out of control. 70 years, bro. Not even 70 years. Yeah. We're just talking the sort world of... standard, you know. We're talking billions and yeah, trillions of fish. The, the thing is what's happened is, is and that's, that would have been the topic for today, actually, the fact that we're in so much debt. What happens is everyone's desire to make as much money as possible and to create so many jobs, you know, lucrative jobs for all, you know, and um, banks' idea of like accumulate as much money as possible and get people to deposit their money into the bank system so they got more money to lend out. That's all. It, that's all it's come down to, really, is the fact that everyone wants to be rich, so everyone's going to stop at nothing, no matter what, at the sacrifice, even themselves, because that's all we're doing, really. We're, we're committing suicide. That's all we're doing. Regardless of how you look at it, we're committing suicide here on, on, on planet. No, we're committing murder. Let's get it right. No, we're murder. Well, we're gonna we're, because it's not us. It's committing. Like now, you've just brought a child into this world, yeah, and which is nothing wrong with absolutely like nothing wrong with that. But as we get further and further down the line, like sooner or later, that's going to become a selfish decision. Well, you know, not, well, yeah. because of what they're going to inherit. Because like, there's nothing getting better out here. Well, we we're committing. Like, we can agree well, that we're committing murder. We're advanced. We're, we're advanced. Nate. Like we are so good at what we do now. If we chose to do what what we want to do now to create a new system, and I'm not I'm not talking about conspiracy like our oh, capitalism, blah blah blah. Look, everything's got to thrive. You got people are going to be able to have the right to make money and prosper and do all these things. You know, you got a massively growing world population that the Earth can't sustain. If it could sustain it, it's because it has to distribute more evenly. And you know. The people, the one percent of the world, are not going to want to distribute evenly. Americans are not going to say, "Don't take my my flipping Vianetta away from me and my oh, second God. helping to go yeah. and give somebody in Africa in Africa a, a plate of rice because they don't want that African to have that plate of rice. They want to go back and have seconds and they want to have pudding. You know what I mean? And that's just the that's way. Upbringing, it is. isn't it? But, yeah, that's what comes down to it's upbringing. It's entitlement. We've been brought up to live a certain standard. We've got colonial sort of like this this arrogance is colonial even us who people who were born in england we don't know no different but if we went to africa and tried to live with somebody who was eating a bowl of maize or a bowl of rice with their hands a day and we live like that for two weeks we would be broken people yeah the thing is i We'd think broken 
I think the, the, the post-war generation and the war generation, so let's say after the First World War, these guys who had a chance to remap the whole world and make it just a better place, what did they do? Instead of you know, learning from their first mistake, they're going to participate in the Second War. And even now, even though the war's not as big as the First and Second War, especially the Second War, there's still a lot of wars going on. You know, these, these generations of people, for me, are the worst. I don't care. That's like my mom's generation, a bit older. Mm-hmm. These are the worst people because they had the chance to actually... You know, they had this flower power movement, all this in the 70s, 60s. Didn't do nothing. The same people stayed in control. Like, made sure it was business as usual. But what they should have done is said, you know what? Even today, I don't know why people like Donald Trump and Boris Johnson get away with all this. You know, pretty much, look, you guys have left um, the EU now. So Brexit's happened. And now you... For... Really, what was happening with the European Union is that we were coming together as one. And I know people are like, oh, this new world order and we know one world government. Forget that. First of all, we need to come together as one, as recognised as one people, so we can all move forward together. As long as this guy's fighting for this and the people are saying he's a socialist or he's a communist or he's a this, we're never going to get together as one. We're never going to do that. And that's just going to lead us to, to commit more murder and more suicide. That's what it comes down yeah. to, really. And it, we're not, we're I'm, not- I'm, I'm with you, but the problem that I've got with that is that the problem is nobody forgets about borders. You know, so like we all wanted to be, and this is what I'm saying, like when it, when the proverbial shit hits the fan, that's when we become all of a sudden, oh, well, we're English. We're, we're not part of that problem. Oh, we all the immigrants come out. Oh, we won't have that. We won't, we won't lock up, we won't, we'll, we'll shut off the borders and we we'll want to be English again. And then yeah. like, they actually change everything about our, our, our way of life. Not about, we haven't changed as with people, but I mean like the government, because we all of a sudden we wanted to, we wanted to get back our English heritage back you know like yeah right and so we're english so we want to do stand up and be english well we used to be cloning like colonists and everything we used to enslave people we used to steal people's stuff we chopped off the head of people in like in india and everything and stole their 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 diamonds and we did the same in africa and all the rest of it so if we're english and we're going to be proud to be english then let's give that stuff back you know what i mean because they're actually broke countries and then that one jewel could actually pay for a lot of stuff in india He's actually, actually, they've just overtook us as the fifth richest country in the, in the world. <laughs> which is really funny because we send aid to India. Which is really, yeah. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that? Well, we do it with a lot of countries. We, we fight wars in Pakistan and send money to Pakistan. I've got nothing against that, to be honest. But we actually send money to people, like development more than us. to people who, who, no, to countries that have got nuclear weapons. Like India. India's got nuclear weapons. America subsidised uh, Israel to the tune of a few billion a year. Like yeah. like Germany too. Yeah. Germany gives yeah. Israel so much money because of what they did in um, World War Two. Yeah. They yeah. are financing that country like a how. Believe me, they're they're chilling. And that's why their land has increased by like like five hundred, six hundred percent in since the, since the forties. Yeah. I mean, if you look what Israel was when it was given to them, it was a blip in the middle of Palestine. And then it became three blips where it became the West Bank and Gaza and, and parts of Northern Palestine. And then it became like the West Bank. So yeah, then it literally became like, we're going to like make it shorter and shorter and I mean bigger and bigger. And because they had the power and the military backing and, and, you know, obviously after World War Two, there was a lot of um, sentiment behind the Jewish people anyway, to just help them and get by. Like long after that went, there was long, like bigger allegiances being built and a lot of trade deals and a lot of infrastructure that had been built. You know, they give the, the war to help them survive because when Israel started, there was like three countries that wanted to invade it straight away. So like the, the obviously the English people was like, we, we was actually involved with the Americans there and saying, no, no, you won't. 
you know, we'll keep you safe. And then eventually over years, we started not just giving them support and help and aid. We took our troops out and then gave them weapons and money and more weapons and money. And then because they were the most powerful in the region by far, mm. then they started to use that for their own influence then. And then started to spread that out to, to take basically Palestine back as, as, Israel, as Israel, which yeah. hasn't been since the Bible times. I don't get I don't get that whole argument anywhere, man. I don't know what it's about. To be fair, what's that? Yeah. That's a day for us like, another day, then. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, just just quickly that the fact that you know you got all these Muslim land countries. Like, I don't know. Look, look to me, was there a time when the Muslims took Israel? That's what I want to know. Was there a no. time in the past? Because I don't know. Maybe my education, my history is not that good. There wasn't. Uh, from listen, this is what I was saying. Like, this is one of those things that it's such a subject subject that you don't want to kind of have half facts or little bits of yeah, thinking, yeah. I'm including myself. So like there was an Israeli people back in the day. I'm sure there was in Africa. Proven to be in Africa. Yeah, I don't know if there was an actual Israel itself, but if even if there was, it wasn't the borders and land that we see today. You know yeah. what I mean? It might, you know what I mean? And um I think there was Israelites, which you know what I mean I don't know if that was a Africans. Sect, like it is, yeah, I don't know if that sounds like a sect of people like you know like the Shia or Africans or, or, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> With all Africa, Israelites come from Africa. Yeah, the Israelites. Oh, sorry, so, so I'm still wondering. I'm wondering why would why would they take a bit of land and say because this was the sake? Because look, you think about it. Like I was looking at a list the other day of the old names for places like Iraq was Mesopotamia and Persia was Iran. You know, and places like this. Yeah. And now they change the names, so you don't really know what's going on anymore. When you read the Bible and you see all these names, you're like, what is that? Where's Mesopotamia? Where's Constantinople? Where are all these places? And then you're like, oh, yeah. there's Turkey. That's this place. That's and you're like, oh. Yeah, Turkey and Greece, like Hellas and stuff <laughs> like, like that. You oh, know. I didn't know that. So that's what. So wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. So where's this geezer coming from? You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, you find he's from Iraq. He's actually from Iraq. And yeah, then you see what they're going. From Rhodesia, yeah. innit? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's uh, Zimbabwe, Afri- innit? Z- yeah, yeah. What, no, what was um, Zaire? So that it was Zambia, um, wasn't it? Wasn't that Con- Congo? Congo. So it was, it was Con- so, Congo, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but the no. thing is, guys, you, you guys are calling these names by all of their English tongue names. So That's another story, say, they've got their own you know names. Know what I mean? you're, you're, you're exactly, we're That's calling true. them what we know them as, as what the English called them. It's not what those countries were called. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And you know what I mean? It's like... They've, they've hidden a lot of history and there's a lot of stuff which has gone on which to be fair would put people's noses out of joint as people's revealed which you'll never see I'd like them to open up the, the Catholic Church man and let you look at some of them secret documents back there man because you know they've, they've taken documents from like you know pyramids and never released what's in them they've, they've got you know what I mean they've got information about the world they've got information about what went on They've got information about the order of, of mankind back of in the course. day. And the order wasn't the way it is now. You know what I mean? It was like, I, someone told me that um, when the Romans, Caesar, when they came out of Egypt, they killed all of the men folk or any, any males under the age of three so that no knowledge would get passed down to other, other people so that they could say they were the superior kind of race. I mean, I heard yeah. that, I mean, whether it's true or not. But you can believe it, though. You can believe when you kind of watch some of these historical programs and they say, right, kill all the men, kill all the boys. And like when they have massacres in some of these countries, they kill all the men folks to, to, stop, a, to stop a whole race from kind of being. If you think about it, 
We all started as tribes. When you go right back, we all started as yeah, tribes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like 20, 30, 100 of us all in one tribe and then another tribe would come along and say, right, we want you women. Now you can't have that. Right, fuck it. We'll kill all the men then. Whoosh. And then they take the women anyway. So, you know, it's, 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 the world's a crazy place, man. If you could go back in history and see what happened, you'll probably find the order of people of colour was a little bit different to what it is now. Sure. Well, because, absolutely. Look at the Africans, especially, man. We're talking like, that. that there's mm. a, when you look at the first Western travellers to go to Africa, you know, the, the, even, not even that, I mean, years, years later when they just found what was in Africa, you know, the actual knowledge, especially when the Crusaders went back there, they learned so much from the Africans and from, like I say, from the Middle East, from places like Mesopotamia and, exactly. you know, like, all their knowledge basically came from, so when England talks about being, like, being civil and being like cultured and, and, you know, being worldly and that, that's exactly what they mean, worldly. You know, like mm. that, that, that. We basically what I mean, we've done it for ages. You know, not just not not from just taking you know Jesus and painting him white, but I mean in general, like we a lot yeah. of our architecture, everything like that, it was stolen. It's, you know, astrology, the understanding, like you say, of planets, chemistry, science, mathematics, everything, pretty much came from from. Well, well maths, in maths, maths, maths was kind of renowned from the kind of. Islamic world back yeah, in like, like India and Pakistan thirteenth like century and stuff. So they were yeah. ahead of the curve. But what happened is because this the Western world wanted to impose a certain way of life on people, make them compliant, I suppose. Oh, you do things our way and you know, we'll take out your diamonds and gold and that and yeah, you don't make too much noise else, we'll chop you up. You know what I mean? It was it, pretty yeah, much yeah. that's how it went, isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. You know something? I suppose the way I look at it, though, is, is we have what we have right now, and all we can do is make it as good as we can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, it's it. important to know where we are. You then know, again, you put yourself in that kind of. Is that the right mentality to have, though? Is that like, yeah, we're all right. So yeah, the thing oh. is, though, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I think right. There's a lot. I, okay, there's a lot of people in the world who are carrying the kind of the pains of all the world so it's like i mean like a couple of uh, whatsapp groups and there's been some some story in the news about when the um they had the brexit vote i got the brexit when they had the exit last week someone in this block of flats or whatever in norfolk could put at the bottom of the flats right you foreigners you better start talking english and that oh yeah now you're out of europe blah 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 and some people in this group was like there's getting all vexed and like you could actually Feel them fucking pacing their house, thinking, right, I'm gonna have to go and box a white man today because, because you know what I mean? And, I, and then someone else put, the thing is, this is one person out of, you know, <coughs> mil- millions of people who's put something and it's been picked up and blown, blown up so we can make people angry and forget about, make them forget about the fact that we ain't giving them jobs and shit. And this is what I'm saying. Sometimes if we lose sight of us, you know, I, I I was thinking about this today. I'm 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 Nigel Campbell. I'm a human being. I don't yeah. class myself as Nigel Campbell. I'm a black guy. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just a human being, man. I, I don't I don't look. It's like when um, Black Bond was on last week, and he says that you know he doesn't see racism, but then the other guy, your other friend, did. He said, "You man, the racism." He's like, "What racism?" He's like, "You man, everybody looking at me." And I suppose <laughs> I I. I relate to Black Bond with that because I don't know if it's because don't get me wrong you do sometimes sometimes in my life I have heard things before eh well I suppose it depends as to how I deal with it whether I want to be that guy who's got to have an issue 
you know, I've met people before and not like them. White, black, Indian, Chinese, whatever. You know what I mean? Someone yeah. might meet me and not like me. Now, okay, because the lowest common denominator is they can use my colour as one of the reasons. Fair enough. But that's, that's just life, man. It's just... <laughs> but I'm not going to hold, I suppose, the, 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 the wrongs of the past and think, yeah, man, I've got I've to be vexed. I've got to be vexed because I'm black and everybody's fucking... You know, the thing is, if you were that passionate, mate, we'd be like the bloody Muslim brotherhood and be blowing shit up and taking our lives. But black people ain't like that. We're too selfish to care about them kind of causes, really. But what? what you want me to go march? Where? What time now, man? You I am marching, bro. I got some KFC coming and thing. And, uh, oh, I've got to uh, get bun. to the Chinese buffet, man. You know how we do it, Eddie? We're going to look up for your brother. I'm going live on Facebook in 10 man. minutes. I've got to tell her, man. That's what it's like. We we don't really care about them causes, so we make the noise. I mean, someone said to me a couple of years ago because I was on about the same thing. He says, "So what have you done for the community? What are you doing for the youth for today?" And I was like, "Well, nothing really." He went, "Yeah." So these people like you, and this man was angry. He was passionate, and I was thinking, "Why are you so angry about the fact that I'm not using my time to help people who don't actually want to listen to me anyway?" Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? As it actually happens, I am mentoring some young people at the moment, and they do want to listen to me. But um, no, nah, man, I can't wear that. Hang- I can't wear that kind of anger and be kind of vexed with the world. And shit happens, man. Shit happens. Yeah, also been- I think I'll, I'll so- get where you're at with it. I, I think yeah, where I'm, you are looking at is. Go on, go on. Sorry, I'm, um, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. I'm just I'm surrounded by people. I, I choose who I surround myself with. So the only time that I would ever encounter anything which I didn't like was because I either put myself there or I'm in somewhere that I don't know. If that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. I suppose I control my environment. But yeah, I can't I can't wear that anger, man, because it's just it's just draining. You can seriously as a black guy, as a person of colour, you could wake up every single day and be vexed. Vex to the world. Oh, yeah, you've got the right as well. I mean, that's got, the you, thing. You, exactly. That's you the thing. Like, could. you acknowledge that, yeah. though, and I think you acknowledge yeah. that. Like, you're not dumb. Yeah. You know, like, not dumb, but you're not ignorant. You know that, yeah. you know, that yeah, the, the, the crime rates or whatever they are and the, the yeah, chances of being stuck by them. But, like you say, tell you make it deal with your day, like, how it affects your yeah. day. And I think this is kind yeah. of what we've, we've kind of gone off it a bit. But what I was trying to get back to, and this mm-hmm. is kind of, you know, when we're talking about being, um, where it is related, where you talk about, you know, this whole divide between wealth, like England having a lot, and then say Africa having nothing, you know, should uh-huh. we think this, you know, it's, you know, we're all right, Jack. I don't think we should, but at the same time, I think like it's the same as being born into a rich family. You didn't choose uh-huh. to be born into a rich family. You know, you never chose yeah. to be born into a poor family. And that could be in England, in Africa anyway. You could yeah. be in, in Zimbabwe and, you know, yeah. lucky for you, you're the general son or daughter yeah. in that year and you've yeah. got a palace. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and so yeah. you never know how that's going to work out. So I think it, exactly. like, what Nigel's saying like, is, who am I as a person? Because let, like, let me stand up for me as, as who I am, what I, know, what I stand mm. for. And I don't want to be influenced by anybody's business. Like, like you said, there's a lot of, like, I'm in a lot of groups as well. But even in my uh-huh. friends, like, it's, it's, there's people, I've got a lot of black friends who uh-huh. I didn't have two years ago on my Facebook, yeah. a lot of musicians yeah. and a lot of people around me. And look, I love them to bits. And the same with white people, yeah. anything I love always is, but the one thing I will notice, and I will talk about injustice all the time, but like yeah. there's certain people who literally every day is like Black Power Day, you know what I mean? And yeah, like, there's only yeah, so yeah. much I can take, you know what I mean? Where I'm yeah. thinking, look, like today I didn't wake up like a victim today. Today I woke up with my planters and my igloo stuff. And I, as much yeah. as I, I can, I can do it topically, 
to go into yeah. it and have a look. I'm not naive. Do you think I haven't looked back and look at the injustices? I'll, I'll recommend anyone watch a, a documentary called The House I Live In, which talks about the police and, and the industrial, uh, sorry, and the government's war on drugs, but really how it was a war on poor people, particularly black predominantly black and Hispanic people and stuff. But then it goes and starts dealing with people like the meth head problems in, in like the, in rural America. But, but and I'm not even, I'm not even condoning that, but you've got to look at why is it that in those areas, and obviously it's because they put them there, but yeah. why is it that it is us who's going for that lowest common denominator? Because no, I think there's a partly we're partly to blame because of this, and I don't want to. Sorry, I didn't want to jump in again, but it's important part of this. I think a lot of this thing comes down to a few factors, like black people were like, if we're going to go back a bit further, we will stop from being educated and it properly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 For real. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're so, right. Absolutely. So moving forward, and this the only reason I say it's common is because like my ex and that she was part of a family that had like um. Uh, traveler traveler routes and it's like gypsies or yeah, uh, in a foster yeah, family yeah. in sorry actually i should say and a lot of them couldn't write their own name you know what i mean because they yeah. never had schooling going up growing up so yeah. i think the same happened with a lot of black people so when we could grow yeah. we, like some you know with black people as well and i'm saying it, i'm mixed race before anyone gets mad at me yeah so i've got a bit of both in us i know we've got a stubbornness now the stubbornness we can look on it in this most basic thing Indian, brilliant businessman that can work together, make a restaurant, work together as family. Yeah. Chinese people can do blah, blah, blah. White people yeah. agree either with the family or more likely go out there and get their own, but with discipline yeah. and blah, blah, blah. We just black people. We, at some point, it's almost like we'll take two steps forward and deliberately trip ourselves up. Like deliberately yeah. as well. We'll do something. Well, you like, know what it like, is, though. You know what it is. Go, I'm going to buy a Beamer for 30. You know, like, you know like what it is. You know what it is. We, 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 we will... And and uh, to be fair, I had a I've had a I've had a call earlier with someone in Southport. I'll probably tell you about it in a minute because you can't even hit this perfect nail on the head. But we will quibble with one of our brethren over fifty pence rather than look at the bigger picture of the thousand pounds that might be yeah. as a result of doing something properly and putting out. You know what I mean? And kind of yeah. saying, you know, I remember when um, I was working for the other pages. There was a, a group of guys who I did some work with plumbers. And they're onto a good thing. They're making some good money. Well, one of the guys, black guy, old school, and he was vexed. He was vexed because what they were saying is, right, we'll get the profits in, we'll pay it all in, and then we'll go another month, we'll pay ourselves a grand, and then we'll go another month, and then we'll take 10 grand each house. Nah, man, I want my money now. Yeah, this but, is what I was saying. But, That's but, what I was but, but, yeah, but if we do, if we do, if we do, no, 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 I want my money now, nah, man, I'm going to start arms out, I'm going to start booking heads. But, 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 nah, nah, give him my fucking money, man. I'm gonna, mate, the guy took his money, right? Obviously, they didn't work. They went on to be very successful. He carried on living. I'm not going to say where he lives, just in case he ever listens to this. But he carried on living in where he lived, which wasn't the best area in the world. And it's all because of that small-mindedness of, oh, I've got to, I've got to get what I've got to get now and, and to hell with the future. Yeah. That kind of well, I've got to be the top dog in this operation. Like, yeah, we're all equal. Yeah. But I'm just, just a bit above, though, ain't it? You know them man there, like. You know. I'm, I'm, I'm building my business on the back of people getting more than me. I'm building my business on the back of. I know, but if I, I can make a man ten thousand pounds, I will make three thousand pounds. Now, yeah. okay, some people say, "Well, you should make the most." The reality is, if I can make somebody else rich, I'm going to get rich as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put and, you up, and the thing is, you, yeah, of course, it's, it, it, mate. There's no entrepreneur in the world who's ever got successful on his own. You've always no, got to get a not. team. You've got to have a team, and you've got to look after that team 
better than you look after yourself in the early days because they will be the ones who pull it all together, make sure things happen, deliver a customer service. So, you know, it, and, and the thing is, my most difficult customers so far have been my people, man. They've been my people. Which <laughs> and me, me, and me, really, it really vexes me. I think, why, why is that? Because I mean, tonight, right, I had a, a call with somebody. I'm not going to say whatever. And just speaking to this person, man, I'm trying to help you, man. <laughs> and they were so guarded. headstrong in it. Headstrong. No, no, wasn't wasn't headstrong. No, guarded, guarded. So, so, so basically, one of the things I have to do, I have to analyze numbers. I have to kind of understand. So if someone comes to me it's about their business, I mean, normally it's about growth. It's about how do I get more sales? So when I'm asking certain questions like what kind of numbers, do, 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 and they're saying a lot. And then I'm saying, well, <laughs> which, 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 which one's getting the most? And then I have, to, I have to explain to them what I mean. So are you getting referrals? Are you getting organic traffic? Are you getting direct traffic? Which one's getting the most direct? And how much is that getting? A lot more. I'm thinking, fuck me, man. So, and I'm thinking, why? But I could, I could sense there was more wrong with her than, in the end, actually said, are you okay? Because I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 basically, mate, I actually told her to keep her money in her pocket and follow the, the free advice I've given her. And then we'd speak in a couple of months because she doesn't need to spend money. She needs to go off and sort out her online foundation. But because she was so guarded, Mm. I couldn't, I couldn't do anything yeah. with that, and and it's like, and it's a shame because that that stops us, man. That really does stop us from moving on, man. I'd love to collaborate with more black businesses, but man, they're just hard work, man. They're hard work, some of them. Lad, I've, got, I've got some good ones actually recently, but, but, but that, I think that's the problems. problem. I, I think that's feeding into the problem, like because like this kind of this not guardedness, but like everything has got to be mine, like. I don't know if it's because we feel like we've been oppressed individually or as a people or what it is. It's almost like collaboration. It's like a, it's like a curse word. Well, you know mate, I mean? I'll, tell you what to, I'll tell you what to go and do, right? Because uh, this will give you a little bit of an idea behind some of this thinking. Have you read Jim, is it Jim Crow? Have you read Jim Crow? You know, I know about Jim Crow laws. Is, yeah, go and read, go and read the, doc, the, the actual, and you, Wayne, go and read that and then next week we'll talk about it. And you'll yeah, un- you, will under- you, will, you honestly, you will understand the, some of the mentality behind what's going on. The, the thing yeah. is, though, one thing I will say about it is it doesn't explain what happens in Africa where you've got people killing each other there and they're all the same colour. And this yeah. is why I know that you'd never, ever be able to join up every single person of the same colour because, you know, if that was the case, Africa would have kicked out the Europeans from time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And said, nah, man, we're all the same. Well, obviously, because everyone's got their differences down religious tribes, down to custom, down to the way they do things, it, it, you'll never, you'll never ever, you'll never have that like, altogether unity anyway. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. You know, back in the day, I remember hearing my dad say, "Smile Island people and cuss people from Barbados or Trinidad or Antigua." But what I'm thinking, but they're black like me and you. But he cussed yeah. them because they were from, they were from Jamaica, and it's like, you know, if you think something that small, the football team there's one football. Our tribal yeah. is football. Yeah. But even with that Jamaican story, like, just think, say, yeah. yo, bro, like, do you really think you're from Jamaica? Like, do you really think you're from Jamaica? Like, well, I... you know, exactly. But <laughs> well, that's what you I mean. I mean? They, they, ha- they hung their hat on. And going back to what Wayne says, being uneducated and thinking, knowing, oh, I've been born here, but not actually knowing that, okay, we didn't actually start here until you get to, I don't know, whatever age. But by then it's too yeah. late because you've already trod down some path. 
it's it, mate, you know something? I feel for my people, man, because we've been through some fucking shit. But we have, but we've got successes as well, bro. Like this is we the have thing, got like, some serious successes. Been like this, that's why I don't buy the whole slavery thing. Look, I yeah. feel aggrieved sometimes. I feel oppressed sometimes, especially when I'm yeah. getting pulled over for no reason and that. But like you say, it's how you deal with that. But like, if you look at the story, if, Wayne, if you want to have a look at it, in 1898, in a place called Wilmington. I can't remember what county it's in in America, but this was like a really, like this is in the deep south of America, like South Carolina or somewhere like that, yeah. And in 1898, there was like, there was a black town that was so prosperous that basically... Like, you talk about, talking about Black Wall Street? Yeah, that's what they called it. Yeah. They called it Black Wall Street. They burned it down because the one, yeah. was it Emmett Till? Was it Emmett Till? No, was it, um, was it Emmett I Till who... I don't think so. One boy, we saw that white girl and that's what... Ended up getting um, started. yeah, and then they got yeah, that's right. And then they got, they, basically there was a uh, there was a newspaper called the Daily Record that actually and the, the building actually was burned down. And that's how it started. But basically, this building, the, the Daily Record, that the, the, the main editor let an article go out, which weren't meant to be that offensive. But basically, there's been a lot of hostility towards black people because black got basically because these towns some of them you know in america are quite small they have a thousand two thousand people in them or something especially yeah. probably back then so like in a small town that's predominantly like 90 percent black or 80 percent black because they made them because of like didn't dream jim crow laws they like made people live in different places and this is after slavery where you know so the black people like went north to work or they tried to survive down south basically that was it they just survived and a lot of them were still in some kind of I wouldn't call it volunteer slavery, but they were still working for masters, but probably getting a place to live or something. But some places started doing a lot better, and Wilmington was one of them places. There was more, but there was, that was one of them places that were doing a lot better. But this, 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 uh, like you say, this wolf whistle incident or happened because a lot of women were going with black guys then, and it was getting noticed. And because it was a small town, mainly black, they elected a black governor. And there was black people in the judiciary, there was black people in, in, in the police, there was black people in, I don't know about the police, but in different things. And obviously white people were saying, are we really going to be, have a governor making decisions for our, our town or, or a town in the South when this is a black person? These were slaves before, so they weren't having none of it. So then they marched on the place, they burnt down the daily record because the, the black person, the black reporter's um, comments were actually saying, maybe the woman you know maybe she hasn't been because we were saying that black people were raping them you know what i mean and putting a lot of newspaper like pictures it was all pictures back then of like monkeys like a load of monkeys sort of like jumping on white women who were all looking scared and defenseless and the guy said this is basically rubbish you know it's not our you know our fault basically if they're if they fancy us basically because of our masculinity because of our strength because of our you know because of our charm or whatever it is or the way we move or whatever it was and then they went absolutely ballistic over it and then they yeah they burnt down they started with the daily record and then they burnt down the whole town yeah. killed everybody yeah, actually it wasn't linked to the Emma Till thing the Emma Till came after but yeah I do know about this they did they were very jealous because they were prospering they were, they, basically because of this whole Jim Crow um, law they weren't allowed to prosper you know black people were never allowed if they if they were seen to prosper they was like nah dude we're gonna we end that right now we're in that right now because we're jealous and these guys have no right. They're subhumans, as they say, we're the subhumans, we should have nothing. And yeah. since then, we've always been how back since then. I think that was the that was our one chance to make it, man. And yeah. I and I don't see because most black people today get any success. Look, look, look at this. You've got enough black people in sports today, regardless of what sport it is, football, basketball, American football, or soccer, or whatever. 
who are making cheese, man. They're yeah. making cheese. Now, me, I'm all about interracial relationships, all about that. But the fact that they're always married, like, first of all, a white girl, you know, even if they're from, like, the deepest parts of Africa, they're quick, oh, I've got to find a white girl, man. That's it. And then, yeah. and, and look at it. When you're white, when you're, when you marry a girl in the first place, you know, once you've married her, half your wealth goes to her. You know that your wealth has gone to her. So you're giving away your wealth to white folks. So you're already in a losing battle. You're already lost in it. You're already lost just doing that. And then they don't think, no, I've made millions, extra amounts of millions. Let me bring up these people, man. Let me have my other black folks come up a little bit. They never do that. They just think of themselves. Mayweather, what did Mayweather said, Matt, say? He was like, yeah, why should I have Africans never done nothing for me? I was like, dude, these guys are probably paying for your fights. You don't see that though, man. You just see big money coming, digits going on your account, thinking, oh man, someone must have paid, must be white folks. No, it's proven when a black guy is successful, a lot of the times the black people will be paying for his stuff because we want to support, even though we... We want to imitate them a lot of times. Yeah. You know, if you got, you know, Jordans didn't get popular because people wanted to like literally be Michael Jordan, but because Jordan was the coolest black person, you know what I mean? He was smashing it, doing his team, yeah. he was the boss. Everyone in his shoes. If I get a pair of Jordans, I'm the boss too. Exactly. So that's your main, your main customer. All these black guys were like, you know, black guy ever helped me. All the main customers were the black people, but they seem to forget that. And instead of putting them... weaves up, make a year in America? That's a different that subject, either, man. They, that, that's owned by the Chinese and the Indians, man. No. They ain't our stuff. <laughs> no, but no, there is there's, there's some people. I was watching a pro- program where the, these black women were caking it. Dude, this one woman paid 15 grand for her hair. Well, I would like, but the thing is, I think black people should run hair weave shops. I think that's actually, I don't want These was, people were caking it. They were making their money, but the, the money, they said it was something like, I can't remember. I want to get the facts right, but this was probably a, three years old anyway. I think at the time, it's like a thirty billion dollar industry in the states or something. Yeah, probably Hair. more, man. I don't know, man. Hair. It's the Bacon. same, you know, isn't it? Sports keep them. keep them in the loop, man. But uh, yeah, man. You know what? Look, guys. You know we've been going on for a long time now, man. I mean, maybe you not, you guys not, but I've been on here for about an hour and a half now. Uh, yeah, let's yeah, let's good. let's let's cut it there. Uh, and you know, you know, you know, it is, man, guys, man. You know, yeah, man, it's been fun. You know, <laughs> you know, it's been emotional. It's been emotional. <laughs> it's always, you know, we have to end it at some point. We can't. We could talk for another five hours, but you've got work. I got to work. You know, it's my birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Happy birthday for tomorrow. Is it birthday tomorrow, man? Oh no! Yeah. I thought I'm it was. Your, you know, I thought I'm it was your birthday. And I don't know why, but I thought it was the thirteenth. Because I got so many, I got so many people in my family who were born in February. Obviously, including you, like almost every day in February is someone's birthday. Actually, yours is. You know, my sister's is the tenth. My daughter's is the nineteenth. Uh, my mother-in-law is nineteenth. My sister's daughter's sometime in February. My brother's yeah. is also. FBI in have tracked you down. Know exactly who you are now. We've <laughs> got everyone. Your whole family's like uh, my inside leg measurements thirty-two. Nah, I'm only joking. Sack the FBI, man. They yeah, man. Find, they can find me, man. They come find me. Yeah. <laughs> guy goes like, I got three kids and a wife at home. They can take me. They can yeah. take me. Yeah. Take me, man. It's like that. <laughs> nah, it's all it's all a joke, man. Well, it's all love, man. Here, ain't it? Yeah. Anyway, course, man. uh, so, uh let's Nigel, you got anything to say, man? Anything to promote? Yeah, my Happy workshop birthday. last week went boom. Cab was it boom. Good? It, was, yeah, it was really good, man. A lot of feedback. I've picked up three clients off the back of it. 
Perfect. Um, yeah, man, things are going nice and well, and I'm just trying to help the people and help the business owners. So, uh, the workshop on the 16th of February on Zoom, and then I've got one live again in Canada on the 26th. I'll be bringing it to Birmingham in March. So, if you're looking to improve your sales, get better at marketing, get over the confusion, and start thinking that it's all Chinese, then get yourself onto Love Sales Hate Selling. You'll find it on Nigel Campbell. Boom. I'm gonna send my wife to one of your workshops, man. Yeah, man, send her along, man. I think I'm coming to one, man. Come, man. So you got more clients Come. now. Look at that. So are you got anything yeah, to to blow up? Yeah, man. Yesterday, before I go, I got to tell you about yesterday. Just very, very quickly, I was back on set again uh, on the last film, uh, last shooting of this uh, music video for Mox. So it was uh, this this uh, track he's doing called Harley. Mm -hmm. which is based off the, the Joker theme. We did the first one at the airport with a helicopter and police cars. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, time yeah. we had goons hanging out of a fire engine down Digworth, locking it down. We had Eddie Luna performing. She was smashing it. We had the amazing Harley who came up from uh, Bliss Models. Man, she was beautiful. And um, we had the beautiful Lamborghini going on. The video is going to be sick. It's going to be called Harley. It should be out next month by Mox. So check that out and check out Igloo Music, I-G-L-U-M-U-S-I-C, Igloo Music Facebook official. Yeah, man, and get a common check us out man yeah man and I'm on Stadel man don't forget keep listening to the Real Locker Room Talk and you'll find me here next week same time I'm gonna go out with the music peace, peace.